0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Nancy P., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from West Newton, Massachusetts. Today is August 12th, Thursday, and we are reading from the big book um, on page 78, the first full paragraph, in nine cases out of ten, the unexpected happens, ending ending with um, its water over the dam, just the single paragraph. So may I please have Felicia S. read the 12, I'm sorry, the 12 steps, Felicia S., could you read those? Press star one.
1: Yep, my turn to read the the 12 steps.
0: Steps, Uh, correct.
2: I'm Felicia S.,
1: uh, Recovering Compulsive Overeater, the 12 steps. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, and thank you all for your service.
0: Thank you, Felicia S. Uh, Wendy M., would you please read the 12 Traditions?
3: Yes, good morning, this is Wendy M. I'm a compulsive overeater in Raleigh, North Carolina. And these are the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may <clears throat> express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before
0: personality. Thank you for allowing me to do service. Thank you so much, um, Wendy. Okay, so, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic in literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 78, the first full paragraph, beginning with nine cases out of ten, in nine cases out of ten, and reading just that one paragraph. Um, today, I'm going to ask Jen A. to begin the reading. Jen? Thanks, Nancy. I'm Jen
4: A. from Littleton, Colorado, recovered compulsive over-eater. In nine cases out of ten, the unexpected happens. Sometimes, the man we are calling upon admits his own fault. Feuds of years standing melt away in an hour. Rarely do we fail to make satisfactory progress. Former enemies praise them for doing us well. In they will offer assistance, it does not matter how someone throw us up as often. We have demonstrated on our water
0: for the day. Jen? For me, Jen? Sorry, you're really breaking up. Is there? Um, Sorry. Yes. Did you
4: hear the entire reading, Nancy?
0: Sorry. Almost nothing. You were all
4: okay. All garbled. Let me.
0: You want to start over yep. again? Yep. Take two. <laughs> okay. All right.
4: <laughs> Thanks. In nine cases out of ten, the unexpected happens. Sometimes the man we are calling upon admits his own fault. So feuds of years, standings melt away in an hour. Rarely do we fail to make satisfactory progress. Our former enemies sometimes praise what we are doing and wish us well. Occasionally, they will offer assistance. It should not matter, however, if someone does throw us out of his office. We have made our demonstration, done our part. It's water over the dam. Uh, You know, step five into action um and welcome to those of you who are new if you're not here have a seat just listen we love you and are glad you're here um but you know this is this is what's coming and when you're here at step five you're ready to do it and i love that um i get to read this promising paragraph today um because admit uh you know here you have 60 guidelines um in this chapter on how to make amends how to clean up the wreckage of my past Um, It's probably one of the hardest things uh, that I had to do in this program. Writing columns of inventory was easy. Saying prayers was really easy. But actually going out and looking somebody eyeball to eyeball, um, you know, and I had hurt them or lived in fear as a result. And I will just tell you that there's freedom at at the end of step five for sure there was for me. Um, The one example that I can give this morning and my experience um, of this promise happening was I was married for 14 years, and um, I was the girl when I got divorced that said, he's the jerk, he's the blah blah bleep blah right? I called them all sorts of names, and, but I would always say to people, oh, it takes two to tango, but inside I knew that he was all the problem. Um, you know, I will just tell you that, you know, 25 years later, I'm saying to myself, it was all me. As a result of doing this work and seeing how I act and show up and how I did for 14 years before I made amends with him, I know that I was the problem. I know I was the tornado in the relationship. Um, I, was, I was the girl trying to run the show, and when I didn't like it, I got mean or I got really super nice. And this book has helped me to figure that out when I read these pages and apply these principles to my life. I'd like to say my amends was an easy one. Um, after I did my four-column four inventory and, and put them on my list, stuff kept popping up for me. And I couldn't go out and make amends for, um, with him for three more months. Um, and I'm glad I didn't go out. Just because it says make amends, do it, whatever. Um, he was probably the second or third to the fourth to the last on my list. I'm glad that I kept doing the inventory. I'm glad I kept running it through 10 steps. Why? Because I hadn't, I hadn't looked at everything. You know, I was married to him for 14 years. It took a while for me to see every, all the harm that I had caused him. But when I was ready, I was ready. And um, you know the step nine. Also, I, I know I'm going ahead. I'm talking about amends, but um, you know the thing I'm going to say here um, is that um, you, I, I guess. What am I trying to say? Okay, except when to do so would injure him him or others. I was going to injure him or my his his new wife in this in this ninth step promise. i um, or in this ninth step promise um god sorry i can't even think straight i was going to injure him period i had to keep doing the inventory and so i kept doing the inventory and i ended up having to write him a letter because his wife did not want me to do amends with him after i had done amends with her because she saw the person that i was today and she was threatened by me now thank you so much so i have fear i have freedom at this point it's bondage of self that i am released from And that I've held others for um, in for for years. So with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Jen A. Okay. So who else would like to to share on this paragraph on page seventy eight? Tina S.
5: Nadia. Tina.
0: Nadia.
6: Anybody else? Linda D. Linda D. Robin P. in Costa Rica. Robin T. Take a couple more. Last chance for now. Amy
0: G. Amy G. How about one more just to round it out to six? Rob H. Who H? What's your first name?
7: Rob. Rob.
0: Okay. That's great. All right. Tina S. Take it away.
8: Thanks so much, Nancy. Um, thanks for your service. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. You know, what a great paragraph. Again, they're all great paragraphs. But, you know, I could really relate to the entire, entire paragraph. You know, that's, that's my experience. You know, it says, rarely do we fail to make satisfactory progress for sure. You know, and I have done the steps quite a few times and had had opportunity to make several nice steps Ninth step uh, amends and uh you know initially when i tried to do it when i first got came into recovery, and was on my ninth step you know i'm from pennsylvania so, and i say this all the time because it's just the truth when tina has a plan look out you know so i fly to pennsylvania i'm going to make all these amends and uh nobody's available you know and that's just god doing for me what i could not do for myself because i probably was not ready to really make the amend but i've had the experience of um former enemies, which, you know, for me, you know, my amends were a lot of people were they didn't think we were enemies. (laughs) It was all on my end, you know, and they did. You know, most of the people praised what I was doing and wished me well. You know, I was always graced with people in my life that were really wonderful people, you know, and I never really had anybody uh, that was not. You know, it was a lot like what was was shared originally. It was a lot of all my stuff. You know, and you know, over the years, you know, sometimes I think I don't make quite, you know, the the correct amend. You know, if it comes up, you know, then I then I go back and I, you know, and I add more. And I've never, you know, one time that no, they didn't throw me out of the office because we weren't in an office, but I made an amend to this woman, and you know, she just you know, I thought she wasn't going to accept it well, and she didn't, you know, and she let me know that, you know, I was a da-da-da-da, you know, and all the stuff I did wrong, but, you know, the good news about that is, you know, by that time, you know, I, I was making amends, I don't know if that's good or bad, to people that were already in recovery, so over time and over years, you know, we became friends again, so that's what happens, you know, I change, I own my own, you know, I don't look to what other people has done for me i look for what i have done you know and and, and it says we have made our demonstration you know that's the demonstration I, I walk today i try to be the woman god would have me be i try to do the next right thing doesn't mean i always do but that's what i'm striving for and so with that i'll pass some great stuff can't wait to hear what others have to share thanks
0: thank you tina s nadia b you're up.
9: Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for your service, Nancy. My name is Nadia B. I'm gratefully recovered um, here in Connecticut. Um, I love the uh, phrase "it's says demonstration of God uh, of, of of goodwill," and uh, you know, I I think that this particular step was why um, the steps were just. You know, things written on the wall for me Because I had this expectation Of what was going to happen um, And it says, you know That unexpected might happen Or might not, right uh, hopefully, And for me, you know, I was terrified I was terrified to make amends And i that's why I didn't even want to look At, you know, what I was doing um, I don't think I was doing it deliberately But unconsciously And, uh, you know, so what, what i was you know finally realizing that when my will and god's will and good will is in in disalignment um i'm in in huge you know discomfort and suffering and so when i see where i cause harm and for me harm today is like stealing it's like spiritual stealing you know my manipulative controlling behaviors cause deficit um, in in you know other people's, um and uh, so for me you know making amends it's like returning something that is already not mine and I was I had all this burden you know that I had all this stolen spiritual goods and sorry I'm speaking in parables here because I think this step is so different for everyone and um, what it was for me was just returning stuff that I didn't need, um, that was not mine to begin with, unburdening myself and returning those things to their rightful or owners. And um, a lot of unexpected things happened to me in the process where, you know, I thought how my dad would react to my um, amends, how, you know, my, my employees, how my clients would react. And none of this. Happen, um, And some unexpected things, uh, you know, really happened For me, not everybody liked, you know, what I said to them um, And not everybody can could actually relate to what I was saying But for me, I was doing it because I was so uncomfortable and burdened With all those things um, And um, as a result of it, you know, I awakened to a lot of um things that I need, didn't need to be doing, and a lot of um, thoughts that were just useless in my head. And I'm I'm very grateful that I could take responsibility for my manipulative, controlling behaviors then time. and today. And i um, really grateful for this process of spiritual healing. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Nadia B. Linda D., you're up.
5: Good morning, everybody. I'm so happy to be with you folks. I can't tell you. I'm from Connecticut. My name is Linda, and um, (laughs) I've been in this. I'm recovered. Wow, that's the big deal. That's that's the payoff. Wow. And it took work, something I, I really wasn't eager to do. I was terrified to do this, and I've been in the program a really long time. So the perspective is very, very different now. But I was terrified. I had good reason to be terrified. My life was just a mess. I was shattered, truly shattered. And some things now are so sweet and funny for this poor, terrified soul that I was. I can see my mother sitting in a folding chair opposite me. I, all of this was directed by my sponsor. God bless her. My first sponsor. And uh, and she got, after I made the amends, uh, my mother got up and, and smiled at me, said, not a word, is that all, honey? And she got up and went in the kitchen. She had no idea that I, I did all, I mean, that I wasn't a good daughter was the main theme. Oh, boy. She didn't think so. Apparently now, in retrospect, and my dad, he just looked completely puzzled. What the hell is Linda talking about? I I, uh, had stolen. Yes, I had. I had stolen penny candy, if you're old enough to know what that is, from a little corner store. And when I told Mr. M, he cried. And he said, I shouldn't have sold it to kids. It was so sweet, but the point is, even though I bumbled and I was sincere, I really wanted to get well, and I really felt bad that I'd hurt anybody in any way. And so um, the effect was more of an awakening to what I didn't know. I had no idea what God was or that it was real, but I hoped so. And since God is real, wow. Many years later, and uh, I turned out to be a good person. I really love that. I'm so happy that that's what God has been working on all this time. I pass.
0: Thank you, Linda D. Robin T., you're
10: Hi, thanks so much for your service, Nancy. I'm Robin P. I'm a very, very grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Costa Rica. Um, and, you know, I've, I've gone through this step several times and every time it's such a blessing. And I, I always, just what came to me this morning was, you know, when I did my eighth step, you know, I was told just this is just the list because I got really intimidated by projecting with fear about my ninth step. So it really helped me to just focus on, oh, this is just the list. This is not making the amends. Just stay in the now. And then um, with my ninth set, you know, um, I, I came from a lot of child abuse, and I hadn't spoken with my mother at one point for about 20 years. And we are best friends today. And that is a miracle of grace and the recovery. The recovery works. It really does work if you work it and um, every single time. And it it always says rarely, you know, several times in the book. And I I feel like they just kind of couch saying never. (laughs) Um, But for me, I'm so grateful because there's nobody in my life that I would have to cross the street for. Um, And there's nobody that I feel resentment for if I do I get to do a 10 step I feel like the slate is clean and that's such a great way to live in peace and harmony and um, we moved to Costa Rica about um, two months ago and it's a vision and a dream of mine and it's just it's so miraculous um, being in nature every day and feeling so much peace here and um, and with the animals and the howler monkeys and the turtles and just everything, um, the birds. And I'm just so grateful. And this is because of recovery. All of the reason that we're here is because of recovery and one step at a time, living in the steps, praying only for knowledge of God's will for me and the power to carry that out and turning my will in my life over to the care of God. And I do a daily 10th and 11th. I, I email it to my sponsor and that's a blessing as well. God bless everybody with a very blessed afternoon day. I'm so grateful I got to share.
6: Thank you, Robin P. Um, Amy G., you're up. Hi. Sorry, I was listening so intently. I was coming up
11: next. This is Amy G., Recovered Compulsive Eater from Maryland. Can you hear me okay?
0: Yes, I can hear you. Okay.
11: Great, thanks. Um, I, I, this has been such a great meeting. And I think what's so beautiful about this paragraph and this process of making amends to me, it says here, you know, it should not matter however, if someone does throw us out of his office, we have made our demonstration done our part. You know, when I started making these amends, they didn't go all as planned. And I can't recommend highly enough why we work with a sponsor to um, you know, help us make the decisions when, how, and, you know, be appropriate. But the beauty of it is as I started to make these amends and some went better than others, I started to realize that, of course, I had to do it because it was me cleaning up my side of the street. But the beauty of this program and how it evolved was that it, it didn't matter what the results were anymore. What mattered was is that I was doing my part in cleaning up my side of the street. I mean, of course, did I want... You know, everything to be hunky dory and the person to be happy with me when when we were done. But what I found was when I suited up and I showed up and I actually put the spiritual principles, boots on the ground to work, you know, am I really turning my will and my life over? Well, I had to when I made some
5: of those. Decisions.
11: I had no control over how the other person is going to react. You know, that saying in the program, Pray to God, Road Ashore. I had to do the work that was necessary without having any control over what the result would be. And this is why I think that the promises are after talking about the eighth and ninth step. You know, it says if we are painstaking about this before we are halfway through, we will be amazed. And to me, this was the biggest beginning or biggest um, revelation to me of God, my higher power, doing for me what I could not do for myself seeing an active spiritual development because there were amends there that i couldn't have imagined um could have gone better or could have gone worse and i was still okay god had my back and i could see him active in my life doing for me what i could not do for myself and when i turned my will in my life over and practiced these principles which was part of making those amends I saw that action in my life, and I'm so grateful. It's difficult. It was fearful. It was scary. And yet when I just did it without, you know, did it with, with prayer and uh, help from this program and everyone in the fellowship to guide me, uh, God had my back, and it was a great revelation. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Amy G. Rob H., Europe.
7: Thanks. Uh, I'm outside on a walk right now, so hopefully cars going by, um, Rob H compulsive over-eater upstate New York. Uh, I did not read the actual paragraph, but I'm, uh, you know, obviously step nine and I just want to share, um, an experience with this that I have. Uh, thing that comes to mind is well, first that I, I've only been in program, like, actually in program, like, working with a sponsor. Um, for like, this is going on my second year. And I did uh, go through the steps, and I ended up making two amends um, to, to my uh, grandmothers who, you know, they had actually passed away, so it was sort of like, you know, uh, and sometimes I, I share inappropriately, so if I'm if I'm saying things that are out of line or whatever, just just stop me. But uh, you know, if I'm I do not know, I feel like I get like people uh, have a problem with what I share sometimes. But um, anyway, I uh, I did those and um, and it was helpful, but but I couldn't get to those amends myself. But like I I needed the help. Of my sponsor, like every single step of the way, it was like, um, you know, okay, well, you got to find where these graves are, right? Because I wasn't there for the funeral. And then you got to, uh, you know, you got to call, you know, you got to call my uh, my father or, or text him or whatever and find out if he knows where they're buried and, and then find, then drive there. Then you got to write it, you know, then I had to write a note and then I had to read the note. And um, it just took, it took a lot um, to do it. And, uh, but I think it was worth it. Um, you know, I feel like it was helpful for me and, um, these days, uh, you know, obviously still, still working on steps and stuff. And, and, um, it's been yesterday and the day before we went to a couple of lakes and I wasn't doing that when I was, you know, 400 pounds, I wasn't going to any lakes and going swimming. Uh, but I did yesterday and one thing I noticed was that, um, I used to be really scared uh, in the lake, uh, you know, cause the water's so cold. I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump on, jump in the lake and my my father would always jump in the lake, um, no matter how cold it was, but, uh, that's not me. And then yesterday I, I did this prayer where I was like, I just, you know, plugged my nose and I said. God, take away my fear and replace it with what You would have me be. And for some reason, it gave me the courage to just, to just you know, fall into the lake. You know, basically. And um, so it's it's a really great program. I'm I'm glad that I've, I I uh, you know tune into this this phone call. And uh, that's all I got. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Rob. Okay, we're gonna take some more names, but first I just want to remind people where we are on page 78 the first full paragraph, beginning within nine cases out of ten and running uh, until ending with, it's water over the dam. Who else would like to share? KDC from Boston. And Russ, Katie Lynn and Russ. Yep. Lynn S. Who else? We have time for plenty. We have time for plenty of people. Take a couple more. Three or four more.
6: Judy K. Judy K. Kathy S. Kathy S. How about two more? Nobody? Lisa. All right.
0: Oh, Lisa? Yes. Yeah. What's your last initial, Lisa? F. S. F. F. Okay. F. F. Well, yeah. Oh, F, F. isn't Frank. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sandy Dr. C. And Sandy C. Perfect. Thanks. All right. Katie G followed by Russ M. Go ahead, Katie.
12: Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Thanks for taking the meeting. I just wanted to echo so much um, of what people have been saying that um, I think when I did amends I was really into the outcome, like I wanted this really pretty story like look at me i'm katie G i'm recovered I approached my mother who had um, her. Emotional trauma blah 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 i was i I stuck to um, my mistakes and how I was as a daughter to her. um I did the same with my brother. look at me like I'm trying to meet him where his communication needs are, and I would love to tell you that um my mother is an active, healthy part of my life. I would love to tell you that my brother and I are best buddies, and the truth is we're not I mean the truth is that this is life and I'm not responsible for the outcome. What I am responsible for is I'm always reminded of the fifth step promises, because as I do amends and I correct my behaviors, I can be alone in that perfect peace. I can look the world in the eye. I have no fears, Um, but again, it's not about the outcome. So um, more recently, because I am recovered and not cured, I continue to make amends. And I made an amends at my daughter's school and I really was uncomfortable because this one gal just seems to not like me. And how could someone not like me that's so uncomfortable? And um, I made the amends and um, she's still kind of like whatever with me. And you know, it helps me remember like, I am not here to blame other people. I'm not here to dump what I think their mess is on them. I am here to show up and say, as someone so beautifully said, Give them back their reality. So in other words, like I was not the kind of daughter that you deserved. Irregardless of what she did to me. It don't matter. It don't matter. What matters is how am I showing up for her? Am I still punishing her? Was I fair kind and loving to her wife? Am I am I able to stand here and say, you know, I regret my behavior because every time this happens you know i fly off the handle and I'm, and then am i able to change you know i um and that's another really important thing because you can say the prettiest amends or i can say the prettiest amends But if I keep doing it hubs is not going to be happy like we need he needs to know that I have a plan of action to be changing because it is no longer acceptable as a recovered woman to be flying off the handle it's no longer acceptable to be blaming other people and say oh well I lied to you, but you did this no. This isn't about anybody else, this is about me and God, and the only way I get right with God is to be right with all of you, and then I get right with me, and then I get right with God. So, I'm just grateful to be here and to be trudging with
0: y'all. Thank, <clears throat> Thank you, Katie S., Katie G., I mean. Okay, Russ M., followed by Lynn S.
13: Good morning, Nance.
0: Hey Thanks Russ.
13: Your Good morning, everybody. Um, so, you know, Katie, all these wonderful shares, we're all stealing each other's thunder. But, uh, you know, if it only took like three or four steps, it would be only a three or four step program. So we have to do these steps. I had to do it. I was so scared. I was so scared. And, uh, but I did them scared. And the amends is, you know, they, uh, they worked out for everybody involved not just Russell, you know, and coming at it, I want to be, have these great relationships. I want it to be a perfect ending. Everybody's talking, kiss it. It doesn't work like that. And it didn't work like that for me. I'm sure for others, it didn't, but there's, there's blessings that came through it all the way around. And we've grown with my amends, especially the most, you know, my, my people that are closest to me, they've grown, you know, my kids, they don't want to have nothing to do with me. Now I'm out playing in the band with my kids, right? My mother-in-law, you know, that's a rough one. You know how us Italians are, right? We're close friends. We don't agree on everything. We fought for 20 years. Now we have an understanding. We're going to argue, but I love her. My wife, she was leaving me. She was leaving me. And, you know, hopefully we celebrate 22 years this year and um, there's a better understanding. And it's not just because the amend, it's kind of, it's what Katie said, you know? I'm trying to change this behavior. The amends kind of humiliates you. For me, it did humiliated me. I didn't need it. But that's the quickest way to get humble is getting chopped down. So I had to see it. I saw what I, I needed to change. And so what I'm trying to do, talk is cheap, talk is cheap, and I'm a great bullshitter if you want the truth. So I need to change the behavior. And that's what this immense process has done for me. And it's a work in progress. I'm not perfect at it all. But, you know, I'll get there if I keep working it. Probably 10 minutes after I'm dead, I'll have it all perfected. But other than that, you know, it's it's a work in progress. And it's a beautiful blessing to do all this work. Put, we got to put our pride down. I have to do it every day. And we all got to do it, right, if you want to be free. If I, I hope I didn't sound like a jerk. I'm just talking from my heart. So love you guys. You have a beautiful day. Thank you for uh, running the meeting, man. And everybody does everything for it.
0: Thank you, Russ, so much. Lynn S., you're next, followed by Judy Kay.
2: Good morning. This is Lynn S., recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. And this paragraph really... Uh, resonated with my heart this morning because I made one amends that uh, didn't go, uh, how can I say, didn't go well sort of uh, in one sense simply because of the other person's reaction and I saw how deeply I had affected them but it did go well in the fact that like I'm so glad the conversation was the way it was and I'm so glad that while they were talking, I was having an out-of-body experience. And I remember my boss had phoned me and said, you've made so-and-so cry at work. And I thought, oh, goodness, really, I felt terrible. And I went in the next morning and spoke to the lady. And while I was sitting there and speaking to her, it was like I was having an out-of-body experience because she told me she used to go home every night and pray that I would die and not show up at work. She couldn't stand working with me all the time, and what was so neat is i I sat there and I was able to listen, and I truly heard her and it was like I was having an out of body experience watching this happen and Not only was the amends to her, but while I was talking to her, I saw all the people over the years that I had treated like that, all the service providers that I had spoken down to or caused angst or just, you know, felt I had the upper hand because they were the lowly whatever. And it was such an amazing revelation. And I can remember just sitting there and being so calm and watching my own reaction saying, this is truly a God moment in my life that I am not reacting, not getting upset, but truly hearing what this lady is saying to me. And it was like she was speaking for all these other people. And I remember it was the first time I would ever said, you know, what can I do to make it better? And she said, just leave us alone and let us do our job. And you know what? I was able to do that. We we ended the amends. We were never friendly. I don't know that I ever spoke to her again unless it was an appropriate manner when I needed something, but I made sure I didn't go waltzing in there when I didn't need to. I remembered I didn't huff and puff when I was looking for stuff. It, just, it was one of the most stellar, I guess, out of all the amends I've made, one of the top three because of that experience, because of seeing over the years how my actions had created harm and the ability to not do that anymore. Do I still have trouble with the way I speak to people? Yeah, a lot of the times I do, but I can honestly say that I don't do that. De- thank you very much. Degrading, belittling uh, of the people on the other end of the phone or that I'm, that I'm talking to. And I am so grateful for that opportunity and that experience. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Lynn. Okay, Judy Kay, you're up, followed by Kathy S.
14: Hi, this is Judy Kay, recovered in Cary, North Carolina. Thank you, everybody, for the beautiful shares. Um, And and I'm not going to share about my amends, which I did last week, uh, the miracle of of, uh, an amends that I had made with my sister. But... um, I want to share with with y'all taking people through the steps, sponsoring people who have done a fourth and fifth step and going through the ninth step amends. Um, I had a conversation with one of my sponsees regarding being a mensch. And what's a mensch? A mensch is a, a whole person, a person that behaves the way you know, steps to the plate, somebody who's responsible for their actions. And what I recognize is that in doing the amends, um, I'm becoming a mensch. I'm becoming the kind of person that I want to be around instead of the kind of person that left, uh, left a trail of damage and damaged feelings behind me. Um, In doing amends, I learned that there was a lot more dishonesty that I had had than I ever would have believed. And honesty is the the spiritual principle of step number one. So it's interesting how all the steps, they're really integrated. Um, They're not just sequential. They're really integrated. So while doing ninth step amends, I'm finding – I'm finding that um, my my dishonesty comes up over and over and over again, not only in the um, fourth step and in the tenth step um, on nightly reviews, but that dishonesty comes up while doing an amends because I'm telling somebody what I did that was actually dishonest and facing the truth of that. So I just thought I'd share that, and thank you, everybody. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Judy. Kathy S., you're um, next, followed by Lisa F.
15: Thanks, Nancy. This is Kathy S., recovered compulsive overeater in Georgia. And, um, yeah, I love this opening line of the paragraph, and nine cases out of ten, the unexpected happens. And what came up for me was um, the most recent time here that I've been through the steps, I was working on my step eight list, and. My There were memories of childhood, some things that I had done to my brother and sister that that came up. They weren't even part of my fourth step inventory this time through. But when I prayed, God reminded me, he just brought up these two memories, these very specific incidents that um, I had done as a kid. I pushed my sister into a little pond that we had and ran away. And my mom just, you know, found her flailing in the water and took her out and they thought she just slipped. And then with my brother, I had put like a little pin. I was so mad at him. And I put this little stick pin in the bottom of his slipper so that when he stepped on it, the pin would go into his foot. And I'm like, oh! you know, and, and free- I never said anything about it, no matter, you know, many times I've been through the steps and uh, never, never thought about it, <laughs> you know, this memory. And, uh, and so this time through, I mentioned it, you know, shared the stories with my sponsor. And she was like, I think you, you need to make an amends. You need to talk to them. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did. And the unexpected happened. I shared with my brother the story. I apologized. He said he didn't even remember. He was laughing. He goes, I don't even remember that. He goes, but he goes, I'm sure I did many things that I owe an apology for Kathy. And we just had this long conversation and we were laughing and everything. And then same thing with my sister. And what, what I've noticed is what immediately happened, the unexpected on my, in in me was that I, I realized that by sharing this and getting it out, I no longer have this, this guilt that I didn't even realize I had, but it was blocking my relationship with them. Because I was always, uh, every time I'd be in town, I have to prove myself a good sister, and and just like, I don't know, try, trying to sell myself almost and forcing myself. I just had these feelings like I'm not good enough around them, and and then to, when that when I shared that with them, it was like that whole idea lifted, and I became on a same level, not less than them. I'm not hiding. I'm not this shadow in the dark, you know, and, and it's made all the difference in our family dynamic, at least for me. I don't know if they've noticed anything, but it's just incredible. It was unexpected. And, um, I'm just grateful for this process. So thanks for letting me share that in my path.
0: Thank you. Uh, Kathy S, Lisa F, you're up.
16: Thank you. This is Lisa F from St. Petersburg, Florida recovered compulsive overeater a day at a time by the grace of God. And, um, I wanted to just share a couple of amends that I made that really were more um, living amends. And I, and it's important to distinguish because I had made, you know, quote unquote apologies to these two people. Um, but I realized that I was still holding on. A, I was still holding a bit of a resentment towards them and I wasn't letting go. And, um, I kept focusing on what these they had done to me and the fact that they hadn't apologized for their part, which obviously isn't, you know, isn't relevant right in this process. And so I was able to, um, with one of them, I was able to, you know, her birthday was yesterday and I just sent her a text and I wished her a happy birthday. And, um, my birthday today, so she sent back, you know, well, you know, thank you, I had a great day, you know, happy birthday to you, and it was just, we just had this really pleasant exchange, and it was like, I could just let it all go, you know, it was just, um, it was all, um, you know, I just, I I just didn't have to hold on to that anymore, and with the other one, it was somebody that, you know, that I really felt had hurt me badly, and, um, but I I knew I wasn't going to get, I wasn't going to get an apology, I had to let it go, and um, this particular person uh, publishes a newsletter, and that I, you know, I subscribe to. And there's a lot of really good content in in the newsletter that I enjoy and that I get value from. And he asks for donations, you know, just to kind of keep it keep it going. And I prayed about it, and, and uh, earlier this week I sent a donation. You know, I put some money in, in the PayPal for him and, and wrote him a little note and just said, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you're, um, you know, finding and sharing this inspirational um, material and music and, um, you know, and, and thank you, you know, thank you for what you do. And I got a really nice note back, you know, from him thanking me. And um, it was all just, you know, it's just like very pleasant. So I'm just, you know, uh, it's just this this process is such a miracle. When we do our part, you know, God takes care of the rest. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank
17: you, um, Lisa. Sandy C., you're up. Nancy, did you call my name? I was unmuting.
0: I did, yes. Thank you, Nancy. Uh,
17: Hi, Sandy C., Fall River, Massachusetts. Very grateful, very humble, recovered, compulsive overeater. So, um, boy, did I wake up arrogant, annoyed, um, and fractious this morning. And I I did a 10-step, and I promise this is a story about nine steps in a minute. I did a 10-step with a fellow who is a dear, dear boy, angel with skin on, and by 4.45 a.m., I was relaxed and centered and back with God and humble. So this is what happened. My boss made a choice yesterday to pay an old bill, and I thought he was bad and wrong. I thought that was not a good use of our funds. I, I thought a lot of things about why that was a bad idea. And I went to bed stewing, which was a mistake on my part. I'm learning. And I woke up stewing. And uh, I reached out and told my whole long story, did, you know, affects my, pushes my buttons. And then I asked for feedback. And she said, Oh, it sounds like he's making amends. I was like, What? (laughs) I swear, I swear that I was holding it that only 12-steppers make amends. Oh, my God. Come on, Sandy. The arrogance, the perspective, the um, opportunities to make others wrong. Who am I to say how the steps work in other people's lives? Um, who am I to say that amends are strictly the purview of 12-steppers? Uh, uh, who? Uh, it was like, oh, and man... Um, This says, you know, things can change in an hour. Things change in an instant, in a minute, in just in a 10-minute conversation, they change. And um, feuds of years standing melt away, well, in an hour. I say in seconds. And um, I have tears in my eyes, and I'm so grateful, um, just so grateful for this meeting and the work and everybody who shows up and shares and everything that I've learned in these rooms. So thank you, Nancy. And thank you to everybody.
0: Thank you, Sandy C. Um, okay. We have time for say two, two minute shares.
18: Leia, Leia.
0: Hi, Leah. And one more for a quick one. Okay, Leia. Why don't you Why don't you go ahead, and we'll see what where we are.
18: Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. My name is Leia S. Recovered, and presently in Upstate New York. Um, I I I wanted to talk about a certain responsibility that I had felt towards people, and that their behaviors were affecting me and giving the worst out in me. And when they say make amends to what you did, Leia, that meant that but that person is going to remain the same thing and I am responsible for that person's action. And until I didn't understand it and I'm going to repeat it again. I am not responsible for anyone's actions except my own. Except my own, so that my amends if 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 I am clean with god with 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 the person and and specifics of what I had done, then i am I am grateful I am so grateful because I am still being Leia and i 'm still going to speak to you um, you know the way Leia speaks to you and you're going to respond the way you understand to respond. But you're going to own up to your own, and I'm going to own up to my own. And it doesn't mean that I'm angry or anything. It means that I'm able to get along with people now, and I'm, I'm not taking responsibility for them. <laughs> and um, it, it just made my life so much easier, so much easier. My brother is my brother. My sister is My sister. And and certain friends are certain friends and and, and, and acquaintances are acquaintances. And Leia is Leah. And Leah wants to get clean with God and with people. This is um this makes me in in a neutral and an even keel um boundary. And with that I pass. Thank you.
0: Perfect timing. Okay, it is now seven fifty five and Leia um, M will be, I'm sorry, Leah S will be the last one to take us out. Thank you to everyone who shared. Uh, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today is 17544, that's 17,544. Yesterday's share ID for the 7 a.m. meeting was 17535, that's 17,535. And the 10 a.m. meeting for yesterday, the share ID is 17536, 17,536. So... Today, again, for the 12th, is 17,544. Okay, so we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164. Um, could Martha please take us out?
19: Thank you, Nancy. This is Martha Z. I am a compulsive overeater recovered by the grace of God from outside of Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.